Max? I'm back! Fuck me! Oh, read my mind. Wait, 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 wait! Oh, please stop! 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 What's wrong? Stop. What's wrong? Oh, you died! I saw you die! Oh, I know. Freaky deaky, right? But how? True love conquers all. That doesn't make any sense. Yes, it does. Don't you see? Our love has been given a second chance, and we have to seize the opportunity. Oh, no, that's really unnecessary. I'm... Oh, my God. What? The runner. Yeah. Yeah, why wouldn't I? Well, you know how guys are. Always trading in for a newer model. Oh, I would never do that. Good. Because if you did, you'd be fucking dead for it now. listeners it's that time again i know we've been i'm I'm just gonna start this episode off with an apology because we've like missed a week and then we were late on another one and just it's been crazy so uh to make up for it i brought on a special guest who might be staying for the long haul we'll see but uh i'm james this is culture lust the podcast where we take movies at random from netflix and watch them and then review them most of the time, it's really shitty B-rated horror movies. Every once in a while, we get a gem. But either way, at least it's good discussions. As I said before, I'm James. I'm joined tonight with Jones. How you doing? Good, man. I'm, I'm excited to be back. It's been, it's been a while. Yeah. yeah let's, let's get talking Agreed. about it. It's been a little while. And uh, the special guest I was referring to, why don't you go ahead and say hello for me? <laughs> <laughs> hello again. Um, name is Robert. I was also on the episode with... Cuban Fury. Fury. Fury, yeah, Cuban, Cuban Fury. Fury. Yeah, yeah. So. so we call him Griggs. His name's Robert, but we're just gonna or call Griggs, him Griggs. Whatever. Yeah, we go by Griggs. Um, so tonight we're doing Burying the X. It's a 2014 rom-com slash zombie horror movie, aka my boyfriend's back, but it's my girlfriend, aka Warm Bodies S kind of movie slash love potion number nine mixed with a little saving silverman maybe i don't know but <laughs> it stars the late great anton yelkin you know him as uh what was his name check check off check off check off from star trek unfortunately he passed away in a freak automobile accident at his house and it was a jeep of all things that killed him son of a bitch and uh it also stars ashley green and alexandria daddario the lovely alexandria daddario <laughs> 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 so uh this movie all right, so a guy's regrets over moving in with his girlfriend are compounded when she dies and comes back as a zombie. Basically, she's a super controlling, crazy bitch. She dies in a freak accident, and then since he works at some horror shop, there's like a curse placed on her, and she comes back from, from the dead, and she acts like nothing ever changed. <laughs> it's, it's pretty good. Uh, going into this, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's a rom-com, so I don't hate all rom-coms some are good some are obviously bad but they always have a formula that they follow and you you can predict how it's gonna go so this was a different i don't want to say a different spin because i just named like six movies that are like it in the beginning <laughs> but uh it's a refreshing take because i think the last one was warm bodies and that came out in like what 2013 or something like that so it was a little different so i i wasn't too I was just glad it wasn't another B-rated horror movie. Like, let's just be honest here. I'm just, I'm tired of those fucking movies. Uh, <laughs> Jones, what about you, man? Like, what, what would you think coming into this one? Yeah, man. Like, and we just watched one. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and we, we got this one and I was, I was like, gotta be kidding me, man. Just give us a break. You know, Scott comes back for one episode, just jacks Curses it all up for us. Yep. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll see about the next one. But yeah, um, it turned out, it turned out a lot better than I thought. I'll say that. And and I agree with the all the comparisons. I thought Warm Bodies was a little worse than this one actually, but but yeah, I mean, uh I anticipated a bad B movie because we we didn't really know what to expect, especially with the the shitty run of movies we've been having, but Yeah. Well, we had a couple of good ones back to back and then yeah. Yeah, like a full month of good movies, yeah, but and then Scott fucking Big picture, it it's still <laughs> shitty. 
Griggs, what about you, man? What'd you what'd you think when we told you this is what we were watching? Just like all the movies, like um, what was the last one? Um, Cuban Fury. I don't read about it, don't do anything, but you told me it was a zombie love story, and yeah. I was like, oh shit, okay. So it's gonna be like um, warm bodies, but had check off in it. Yeah. <laughs> so I was I was a little emotional about that. So I mean, but I didn't expect anything going into it, and after watching it. Once again, the antagonist is my favorite person. Like, yeah, yeah. What was his brother Travis? Yeah, yeah he was pretty yeah. funny. Uh, so. There's definitely some some good comedy in this movie. I gotta say, you know, we always talk about you know what you think. Fifteen minutes in, I was bored out of my mind. I really didn't like what it was doing with the the controlling girlfriend, and it was just I don't know. Maybe that was a nod to the writing because I was annoyed with her. I was like, God, I can't wait for this bitch to die. Exactly. <laughs> I felt the exact same way. And I was wondering how they were going to do it. Yeah. Like, okay, is he going to axe her? Or is like, <laughs> is Travis going to come in and like shoot her? Like, you know, what was going to happen? I did not expect for it to happen the way it did. Yeah. Just a random bus yeah. <laughs> out of nowhere. Ah. Yeah. But so. I, and that was really funny too. Yeah, yeah. The way she, like the whole, the way she flew after she was hit. <laughs> It it was it was pretty comical and like the music kind of was like triumphant almost. Right. <laughs> it, it, was like, it was like yeah, I agree. The writers were like they're really pissing you off with this character and like yeah, it was weird. They kill her. It was because it was making me dislike the movie. I wasn't just disliking her I character. Know. I was like, man, this movie sucks. But it got so yeah. much better after she died. So I, <laughs> I, I, I know it sounds it sounds so bad to say, but like it's just. I mean, it's writing. It was good writing because I started enjoying the movie once she, you know, everything kind of shifted a bit and stuff. How'd you feel when she came back? Uh, I liked how she just thought it was this, hey, I'm back and we're meant to be together forever. Yes. I, I mean, he didn't react the way I would have reacted. No, I would have killed her. Yeah. <laughs> I would have killed her. <laughs> but it was, it was interesting, man. Like, it was... Um... <laughs> And she starts like decaying and shit, and then when she threw up, like as they're getting ready to kiss. <laughs> yes, yes. And then I'm like, how are you gonna have sex with this thing? I yeah. mean, uh, okay. So have you seen American Gods? American Gods. I don't think so. It Joe, comes have you on. Seen American Gods? No, I never seen it. I, I've wanted to. Okay, you have to watch it because I believe American Gods took away from this. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You'll you'll see it. I mean, if you ever decide to watch American Gods, you'll see. It's on my list. Oh, I would definitely be watching. <clears throat> you know what else is on that list? Fucking Alien. You still have my DVDs, you motherfucker. I know. Which I'm one? saving that for. Uh, you haven't seen any of the aliens. Dude. None. None. Mm. Not one. We're gonna have to make I mean, an I've exception to like the the whole <laughs> random, and we're gonna have to do aliens. Yeah, but he has to watch Alien first. Well, no, not really. Well, aliens, the horror version. Aliens is the the Halo the version. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have Jones. You have to see it, man. Yeah. So if, yeah, if you played the game Halo, or you know of Halo, Jones. Yeah. So like, yeah, no, I, I thought you were saying if you. No, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, I like do. They I do. straight up took Halo from Alien. The fucking yeah. ships, the marines. Same with Starcraft. The weapons. <laughs> yeah, the weapons. Like, the, the AR from Halo is the AR. And, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. Uh, yeah. But, well, that's what we need to do. We need to do a movie night with you, me, and Griggs, and we, we'll watch some good movies. I watched Power Rangers mm-hmm. tonight. I know we were talking about uh, burying the X, but... <laughs> Power Rangers was good. It was good. I was really surprised. I really enjoyed it. I was, yeah. I was a little disappointed. I don't see a sequel coming, but... You don't see a sequel coming? Nah. No, they've they've pretty much abandoned the project. That fucking sucks because they did a good job. With because it. like they were hoping to have huge uh, success like overseas and stuff in the Asian countries, but ah. it, it bombed over there too. So <clears throat> give it like ten years. Watch, it'll happen. Yeah, reboot. totally. Yeah, like well, no, just <laughs> reboot the reboot. There's yeah, there's this band. We're totally getting off topic, but what the fuck ever. It's our podcast. Uh, <laughs> there's this band called Anvil. And they were like an 80s metal band. And they toured with, um, who the fuck was it? Motley Crue or Guns N' Roses. I don't know. They were like on this big tour. They had a pretty good fan following. But they never took over. They were quite like, they're always the underdog at their shows. They opened and then they never advanced from there. Well, there's a documentary that was on Netflix for a while called Anvil. And uh, the way I found it is because I was trying to watch Spinal Tap. This is Spinal Tap. But it wasn't on Netflix at the time. And it was like, you might like this. So I clicked on it. And... Uh, it follows them now, like present day. Well, it was like 2012. 
and like one dude delivers milk to the schools up in Canada. Like that's his job. He's a delivery driver for the milk cartons. Yeah. Another dude like runs a restaurant. Like they're all they're from Canada, and they all have just boring ass everyday jobs. They live very modest lives because all their money's gone from their rock band and stuff. And uh, they get a fucking call from their manager out of the blue, and he's like, "Hey, uh, your album just went platinum in Japan, so we're gonna tour to Europe." <laughs> and they're like, "What?" <laughs> like this is like eighteen years after the fact, and all of a sudden, like. They're all back on tour. Like the one who's like, I gotta get, I gotta lose weight, man. Like if I'm gonna be back on stage, but yeah, like their music just took off for some strange reason out of nowhere. Like 18 years later, man. Like the Japanese fans went crazy, and then now they're they're touring Japan. Like at least they were last. You have to play something like, a little bit later. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty cool, man. So you never know. Like these movies, like Power Rangers, and all, maybe it will take off in a few years. Who knows? All it takes is like some influential person to pitch it the right way, and then you start a trend or a fad, you know. Or yeah, or or some hipster group yeah. like playing it at their 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 dollar theater or some shit, you know. Right. <laughs> I enjoyed Power Rangers. I was uh I was a little skeptical going in, but I was the only only thing that really disappointed me on a nostalgia level is he didn't quite have the enthusiasm when he said it's Morphin Time. He was just like, it's Morphin Time. No, yeah. but you gotta scream that. Like, you gotta be excited. <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> so that was, that was really my biggest... But anyway, back to burying the X, because that's what we're here to review. <laughs> uh, Alright, so what are your downs for Power Rangers? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, like, going back to what we were saying before with the writers, man, I fucking hated the girlfriend. Like, I was just... I was bored, and I wanted her dead, and she was super annoying, and I couldn't really um, get on board with the I guess you could call it the first act of the film, right? Like, yeah, it was the first. Yeah, act. like it was uh, painful for me to watch. Okay, so you didn't like. Okay, am I skipping or? Okay, so you didn't like the girlfriend. I didn't like Chekhov. He was a pussy. He was a pussy. I mean, yeah. he was. I mean, he was a stone cold. And pussy. what's with his job? Who has a Halloween shop that's open year round? Like, that's so uh, weird. Yeah. Uh, well, it does. It does exist, especially in like Hollywood towns and stuff. Because like, yeah, I guess horror movies are the easiest movie to make and the cheapest movie that's to make. True. So, so where were they? Were they in like California? Or? It looked like California. Because like with California. the um, I, I could have. I was starting to think that they were like in Louisiana, or somewhere like that, with the graves like that and everything. Oh, because they had like uh, growth and stuff on them. No, it's just the way. Like when I went to Mississippi and we went to New Orleans and everything, it it just looked like it was down there. Hmm. Really? I don't know. I have no <clears> idea, <throat> but uh, it doesn't. I'm trying to see if there's got anything in the trivia about it. Yeah, I was looking at. It was filmed in L.A. That doesn't mean. <laughs> yeah. And they probably didn't even say. They, yeah, it probably didn't even matter. Really. Nah. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I agree. He was kind of a weak character in terms of you know what you'd expect he was very passive and just like well his, his so he was passive kill me dude his brother was hilarious go ahead yeah no, he I'm was sorry. he was funny no no you're good he he was passive but not in a way that i bought it like he was passive because he was poorly written i think mm. he was like so they wanted to set it up so that he didn't have the balls to kill her re-kill her right. at the end you know, because he was this passive guy but i just didn't i didn't buy it from the earlier like the first act it was just it was boring. It pissed me off because it was boring, not because it was supposed to piss me right. off. You know what I mean? So I, I, yeah, I don't think I don't think he um, was a believable passive boyfriend to me, at least. Yeah, I could see that, and I agree. I was bored, and now that you kind of spun it that way, I, I was just bored with the way it was playing out. But I was, I was yeah. also just annoyed by her. So I don't know. <laughs> Fucking vegans, man. <laughs> I knew somebody was going to say it. And then the fucking, the go green paint, like. Oh my God. It's not toxic. Yeah. She's, what did she say? It has nine. It was like seaweed and something else. It was, it was fresh cut grass or something. Yeah. Fresh, like, wheat grass. It was fresh wheat cut grass. wheat grass. Wheat grass, yeah. yeah. And then she's a blogger. Like, oh, I'm so, I'm blogging yeah. so hard right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That shit bothered me so much, but it was. I don't know. Looking back on it, it's funny, you know, because we're obviously laughing, talking about it. Uh, live, live green or blog hard. Yeah. Sort of <laughs> Other things that I didn't like about it. Um, let me see here. I think that they could have just the way the story carried out in the like over the total arc of the film, not wanting to tell 
Alexander Daddario's character about what was going on. That kind of bothered me because, like, I hate when characters create their own problems in a non-logical sense. Yeah. Like, he was just yeah. making his life more difficult by trying to hide it. Other than just like, hey, my crazy girlfriend's a fucking zombie, and you being a horror fan, who's also, like, technically my soulmate, why don't you come over and check it out? And then they could have done, like, this whole story arc of, like, where they are trying to figure out how to kill her together. Yeah. And she has some zombie powers. And you could have made it more of a horror film in the second, third act if they really wanted to. Totally. Yeah, a writing term, that's called fabricated tension. It's just, like, it's just supposed to make you feel anxious or whatever. But it doesn't because you're like, I personally would have said yeah. something to her. Hey, help me but being kill an idiot, this bitch. You know? <laughs> yeah. It would have been so much more entertaining with her, Travis, and Max all trying to re-kill Evelyn. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, especially if she was, you know, if she... Give her some, some undead powers. Like, it, you know, obviously she had, like, super strength and shit. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like, she was getting strong. Maybe she can only be killed a certain way, and, like, they, you know, or they had to do some sort of... Uh, she can make other zombies. That'd be cool, too. Or no, she did. I mean, because there's no other oh, way yeah, Travis would have been a zombie. Well, that's Travis. just the rules of zombie verse, though. You get, you get <laughs> zombie verse. Yeah. <laughs> if you're okay. bitchy, you're not, you know, eaten completely. You become a zombie. So yeah. I mean, that was yeah, Shaun of the Dead not there in terms of like keeping him around in the end. <laughs> but he was like conscious though. Like yeah, he was, was self aware. And you ever been with a zombie? <laughs> Once you go dead, you don't something in bed or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, I really didn't, I can't think of anything that I didn't like. Like, I mean, other than Chekhov being a pussy. I mean, I keep calling him Chekhov. Too. Like, um, Anton name? Yelkin? What's yeah. His character what's his name? Max. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Other than him being a pussy, I mean, I didn't have too many problems with it. I mean, um, I would have wanted to see more of, of Travis. <laughs> yeah, he was hilarious. Dude. Yeah, totally. What a, what a missed opportunity. Like, what did he say? He's like, you don't have any eggs? I always have to eat eggs after I bust a nut, dude. <laughs> right. He says, so I, I need at least four. Yeah. <laughs> he, said, he said, I used a lot of electrolytes. It's my first threesome. I owned yeah. it. Yeah. He was like, don't <laughs> make like, me use my keys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, his character was just, he was obviously like the, the scummy comedic relief, but. It was pretty funny, especially. Yeah, I mean, just the you know the the random like he didn't have rent, so he's yelling at his landlord in Spanish. And he told I was at the I'm at oh the Travis library. is at the library. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah is is pretty funny. I, he was definitely like the redeeming character in terms of comedic relief because. Yeah, I mean, no, no disrespect to Anton, but maybe it was just the writing. Maybe it was just a poorly written character because his acting wasn't terrible. Nah, um, I think no. um, like the emotional scenes were good too. Yeah, because he looked like he was gonna cry yeah. in that one scene when she was about yeah. to die. Oh, the fucking! Uh, I really liked how he did this whole uh, feeling guilty and responsible for her death. I thought that was a pretty interesting yeah. part they threw in. I feel like they could have expanded on that more in terms of that would have made sense as to why he, if they really wanted to kind of keep Alexander Daddario at a distance, they could have used that and he could have pushed her away a lot more. Right. And it would have created more of that tension that the writers are maybe going for. Mm-hmm. Fuck Hollywood, you need to hire us. This is ridiculous. I'm saying that. <laughs> oh, the other thing. Um, the businesses where he worked. Yeah. How was this place staying in business? I mean. Well, obviously somebody owned it. He had yeah, a boss. Yeah, but what I'm saying is him, so. he, had, he never had any customers. Yeah, yeah, because he... And when he did, he pissed yeah, him off. Go to hell. Yeah, go, go to, to hell. hell too, bro. <laughs> exactly. And then the chick, um, not uh, Olivia, mm-hmm. the one from Percy Jackson, her fruit brood, or what was the name of her place? Oh, uh, ice cream. Like, oh, yeah. Okay, ice cream. cream. Yeah. There was never any customers in there. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, not yeah. until the end. Yeah, with, with but it was busy. even, like, dark and gloomy looking when they went in there. Yeah. So, I mean... But it's Hollywood, though. Yeah, exactly. Just like every sitcom, everybody lives in a lavish five-bedroom apartment in New York, but they have no jobs, you know? <laughs> always hanging out with they their friends. They never do anything. Yeah, yeah, they always got yeah. time to get into shenanigans instead of going to work like a normal person and struggle with that and stuff. <laughs> and, and that is the other thing, like you were saying earlier. How come he wouldn't tell? Like, I mean, the only yeah. person he told was his brother. I mean, he tried to tell the police, but that was like after... After he realized he might end up dying. Uh, yeah. Or when she did threaten to kill him and then we well, can both be zombies. Yeah, that was the pact, allegedly. 
like you need to be like this too. I love how this, like you notice throughout the film she had more and more flies. Like yeah, <laughs> and see that's the thing. That's why you have to watch yeah. um, American Gods. Oh, it's like that. You interesting. Yeah, you have to see it. I mean, pretty good attention to detail. American Gods has t- has taken damn near everything from this movie, right? So I mean, you gotta wonder what kind of like back alley networking things go on in Hollywood in terms of like, hey, we made this movie and it didn't do so hot. Um, let's rehash these ideas and something that's got more marketing, yeah. you know? Because I didn't even hear about this movie until it pops up and we we're gonna watch it, and it's not like it has a, a no name cast in it, you know, like. Yeah. Oliver Cooper, I don't, I don't know what else he's been in. I mean, he was in um the house party. Um, oh, Project X. Project X, yeah. But I don't remember him from it. And yeah. apparently he was in the third hangover as the pharmacy assistant. Yeah, I don't remember that nah. stuff. But um, the other like main cast, obviously Star Trek, uh, Twilight, which I didn't really see. I remember watching the first one, that was it. And then, of course, Alexandra Daria, like She's blown up since, well, even during this time, she was blowing up. Yeah. Um, She's doing True Detective, which is a phenomenal series. And then Percy Jackson. Percy Jackson, which kind of they shifted that a little bit. But then, you know, Baywatch came out, which was just a cash grab. Yeah. Um, the movie with The Rock, well, the second movie with The Rock, where he's like an earthquake, yeah. end of the world type thing. I can't remember. She was his daughter, right? Yeah. What was that called? Aftershock? Or? No. 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 San Andreas. San Andreas. There you go. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, they had some star power and some decent actors, but it doesn't seem like it had any marketing behind it, you know? Dick Miller, he's the father in Gremlins. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, God, yeah. That's soon, I wrote that down. He's crusty old cop. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's Gremlins, I tell you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I wish they would have done a nod to that in terms of, uh, they could have, when he, when uh, Max comes and tells him, like, hey, this, this chick's going to kill my girlfriend and this and that. Like, he could have called the store or something like that, and then the phone could have got disconnected, and he could have muttered under his breath. Grimlins. Yeah, it would have been. <laughs> they should have totally yeah, done nice. it. Like, there, was, there, was a lot of, there was a lot of old movie, old horror movie references. It would have been nice. Very fitting. Yeah, movie. I agree, man. Oh, so did you notice in the, in the beginning of the movie, when they're laying in bed, and they wake up, it's something about zombies on her side of the bed. Yeah. It's right over, it's a poster. Oh, really? And it says something, mm, something nice. zombie. Oh, I'm sure there's probably a George A. Romero nod. There, there would have to be, I feel Yeah, like. there are a couple of them. <clears throat> oh, the moving truck is named Romero and Sons. That's a George Romero nod. It was Zombie and Sofita. That was the, that was the poster. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. It, but it's not up there, though. No. Hmm. Yeah, I don't see. Oh, the Burbs? That was a pretty that was a good one. <coughs> oh, but maybe Jones, maybe you can answer this question for me, Jones. Hmm. Like I was asking James, why did the female have the one boxing glove on that he had the the threesome with? <laughs> <coughs> I don't know, man. I I think they were just having fun. Like, all right, what kind of hangover sort of uh, shenanigans look? Like, yeah, how know, ridiculous like, can we make this scene look? Have a chicken or a tiger or something because <laughs> it's like too attractive. Make it look like a crazy night, and then this. Yeah. and even his brother's like, "How do you get these girls to bang you, dude?" <laughs> and when he stands up, he's but <laughs> he said, "I love whatever their stripper names yeah. are." Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they show his pasty ass right there. Yeah, it was good. I don't understand how this movie was rated R. Because um, there wasn't really any swearing, and the, it says partial nudity. It was his butt, but that could be PG thirteen. Maybe it was just know, the level of see. violence. I don't know. Maybe because I just feel like it could have hit PG thirteen, but could have. Well, I you mean, know, if they say "fuck" more than twice in any movie, yeah. or more than once, more than once, yeah. yeah, yeah once. And I could see Travis saying weird. it a bunch of times. Maybe that's why I didn't. Do it's so just weird well. because, like. They could have hit a bigger demographic with PG-13 because some of the jokes are a little more on the late teens demographic right. to me. But. See, but I, I, I agree with what you're saying in terms of like they should have done that because it would have made more, more money and would have got more exposure. But I disagree with it on like a, a principle level because I'm tired of movies being cut short or cut from the leg because they have to be PG-13 because the studio is putting pressure yeah. on them. Like, I was so glad that they made Logan rated R and then they made Deadpool rated R. Yeah. Like, yeah, but that's different because they were never going to make that PG-13. Right. This is like one of those like, it's like right on the line and all you got to do is change this line here and this line there. It's not right. like, 
we want to rated our movie, but the studio won't let us. Well, they, they could have. Maybe they should have used the the rated R movie more. You know what I mean? That's what like, I'm saying. If you're gonna go rated R, make it rated yeah, R. But it definitely could have. Been. Maybe it just wasn't in the right. More violence. And who knows what else? In there, but. Oh yeah. Chekhov said, he said, fuck me. And she says, um, you read my mind. Oh, yeah, so yeah. that's not the second fuck. That's what I was trying yeah, to remember that when they um, said fuck more than once or twice. But uh. So I know we've been kind of going back and forth between negatives and positives. But one thing that I, uh, one scene that I particularly thought was rather hilarious is when he first realizes that she's back and he calls Travis. And he's like, hey, this is what's going on. You know, his brother. Travis is like, oh man, did you find my shrooms in the fridge? Just sit in a corner, <laughs> listen to some music, and just ride it out. Like, <laughs> like that, like that was just perfect in terms of that's what his brother would think is like, fuck, he found my drugs, not like, oh shit, his girlfriend's actually back from the dead. <laughs> yeah, every scene with his brother was actually pretty good. It was a little, I don't want to say tropey. I mean, I guess it kind of was. It was. Yeah. It was tropey. The, the the funny fat guy. Yeah, exactly. Sidekick. Yeah. yeah. But it was just, I don't know. It, it's okay. It was good. There's nothing yeah, wrong with that. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Like, he was a stud, though, I mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the funny fat stud. <laughs> All right. The CGI was pretty terrible, though. Oh, okay. So, I don't know if y'all noticed it, but towards the end of the movie, when, when she came back and she was like, Kane. Yeah, the can. You can see, like, like, through her cheek and shit. Exactly. But she had the red eyes. Mm-hmm. It seemed like if I if I had called my kids in there doing that part, yeah. Kennedy would have been scared. Like it seemed like it could have been a good uh, horror movie yeah, at so that point right there. I yeah, agree. That's, they had, I agree they with had you. Potential to make a good horror movie with a little bit of romance. She needed comedy. more abilities or yeah. some something about her. Yeah, or she should have got more than one kill. You know, well that too. And and I think the biggest thing that that didn't work for me was how did that even happen? Like. They said, you know, I want to be together forever in front of a genie, yeah, that's yeah like a devil genie. But it didn't. They didn't ask the genie yeah. to make us be together forever. They just said they it. It's it. the same thing that happened in the last movie, where he just said, you know, I want them all dead. Right. In um, what was that called? Uh, fucking stupid ass summer camp where people go with no reason. Yeah, that was that movie called Son of a Bitch. I feel like No, no, no. Some kind of hate. Some kind of hate. Yeah, it's this reform school for troubled kids, and it was dumb. It was so bad. But it was the same thing where there was no real reason to initiate this curse or whatever, and and then like they they set it up, but they didn't do anything with like the devil thing. Like maybe they didn't have it in their budget, or maybe they just didn't want to play around with that too much, but. I feel like they really they really dropped the ball on some of the they could have they could have made a cool zombie movie and a funny quirky dumb movie at the same time. But hey. go ahead, Grace. I don't know. Oh no, my kids would have been scared. That's all I keep on thinking of because Kennedy came in the bedroom like the night before last, scared of something, mm-hmm. and I said nah because I, I was going to get them to watch it with me, but then mm-hmm. I said. Rated R, it might show a little something that they don't need to see. Right. So, yeah, but I got to show you something else later on. I'll tell Jones about it. But it's something scary. Like, I mean, it would have been a lot better had it been a horror movie. So. Agreed. Yeah. And that's just, I mean, that's yeah. the theme on culture loss is mispotential. Yeah. In terms of they should. Well, maybe not just, not just us, but it like. Th- Netflix's, you know, goal to bolster their numbers and just put as much shit as they can. Right. We keep running into this same thing where they could have, it could have been a good movie if. We we say that every single episode, but. And I, I prefer, I, I want to see Max. No, not Max, um, Travis. Oh. See him, him and the guy from Latin Fury. Um, Cuban Fury. Cuban Fury, yeah. Latin Fury is a porn, I think. Uh, Nick Frost. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. See them two in a movie together. I mean, he says, man, come on, man. We're from the same sack, man. (laughs) (laughs) And it was funny how everybody would like, they would have referred to him half brother. Yeah. Half brother. And then at the end, he was like half brother. Like, they must have had different dads. No, different, they had different mothers. Oh, is that what it was? Because they, they made a reference to having the same From father. the same sack. Oh, yeah, dirt. From the same sack. Yeah, that has um, got him an idiot. And it surprised me when she bit him on the head. Mm-hmm. Like, I did not expect that. 
See what I would have liked. That's that's the move. That's the point where they could have turned this into a really good horror film. Is the brother goes there to kill her, ends up dying himself, and now like, because you know with the red eyes, you talk about the red eyes and how she's decaying more. She's obviously becoming more of a zombie, and it would have been better to see her become less self-aware in terms of like her level of consciousness and more just yeah. animalistic because she's a zombie now. And you could have totally turned this into a zombie movie. And I know they're overdone, well, they kinda... but. Imagine her breaking out of the apartment and then just biting random people, turning them into zombies, yeah. and then now you have a zombie pandemic, and this yeah. becomes a zombie survival movie. You know? Yeah, and then Max and Olivia have to try and kill it because it's like she's the their responsibility. zero kind of thing, you know? Yeah, and and yeah, they that's a good point because she didn't start thinking about it till he was watching a zombie right. porn. Yeah, it's kind of like, oh, I gotta make sure it's not scratched. And they just puts yeah. on the fucking. Well, no, that's the best part. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then that you uh, set up even more emotional stuff in terms of now he has to kill his brother because his brother's back, but he's not a zombie yet. He's going through that phase where he's still conscious, self aware, mm-hmm. he's still able to interact like a normal person. And then you could totally like, oh, I don't want to kill you. And then like over as time goes on over a few days, like he yeah. starts. Uh, turning more and more. Yeah. It's, it's like an opposite guy. warm bodies. Yeah, yeah. Like where they're not going more to being human. Right, right. That zombies. would have been a good story. And then obviously it would have forged a better relationship between him and Alexandra because they had a bunch of trauma that they had to survive and it affected the city. Mm-hmm. And you just broaden the scale more and bring more into the story. God damn it, Hollywood. <laughs> I'm going to start my own Hollywood. With hookers and coke, and write my own movies. Nah, don't. Nah, nah, nah. I won't let you do that. Not with the hookers and coke. <laughs> nah. He means fish hooks. He's gonna go fishing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Coca Cola yeah. and yeah, fishing. Still okay. some hookers right now. <laughs> <laughs> and some nice ladies will be with him. I, I mean, I guess. I mean, there were a lot of things I still liked about the movie, but I guess the final thing I'd real, I really didn't like about it. Was his? You guys mentioned it earlier, but um, Max's reaction to seeing his, Evelyn yeah, alive—it was just so like, "Oh my God, what are you doing?" And then, but like so Travis later on freaked out, yeah. like, and that was appropriate. I don't know. No, yeah, that's a good point, didn't, man. Like, didn't make sense because you know Griggs mentioned that he was so emotional as she was dying, and it was very well acted, I thought. And then he goes through this whole yeah. period of mourning and guilt, and he's struggling with it. And then he goes out on one one date and he's like over it all. And then she comes back and he's just like, "Oh hey, yeah, okay, that's weird." Like, yeah. Oh, now I got to figure this out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like he's doing his taxes. Like, well, what box does right. this go in? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was. Hmm. I did like some of the jokes they cracked though. Like, you want um, she was gonna kill him. And he's like, oh, no, not on the rug. And she's like, oh, yeah, the runner. And, like, they scoot over. Yeah, there. yeah. Uh. <laughs> like, that was pretty funny. Just there was a couple, of, like, humor parts that kept popping up that was pretty good. <laughs> My favorite part was that he was riding his scooter to, like, suspenseful chase music. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> it was just, and he's got his dorky helmet on. It was just so funny, man. And he sold his car because it was too much of a carbon footprint. Yeah. 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 She had a Prius. Right. I didn't try to make sense of the movie, though. I mean, like, I, I was nitpicking little stuff while it was going on. Yeah. But it's just like trying to argue with, like, Neil Tyson DeGrasse about comic book stuff. Like, it's right. comic book physics. Right, yeah. <laughs> and this is movie physics. So it's like, yeah. okay, I'm not even going to wonder how come you- he didn't, like, lock her in a closet and go bring the police to the house or something like that. He locked like her in that. the bathroom, though, didn't he? Yeah, but that was towards the end. I, I think she was getting stronger as it oh, was yeah. going on. She fucking blew that door open. Yeah, and I, I agree with you to a certain point, Greg. Like, you can't, you can't get too... It, it is a movie. Right. Like, and the whole point is... The, the point isn't how it happened. It's just, like, you're experiencing it with them or whatever. But, I don't know, I feel like sometimes movies can be a little better if they pay attention to tiny little details. Yeah. As opposed to trying to hit a deadline. Because that's what happens. It's like they just don't have the yeah. time or they don't have the money. Yeah, so that's it. Let's I want to talk about that for a minute actually, because Sure. I I mean, Griggs jokingly calls me the movie Nazi. Like oh, yeah. right yeah. after we finish Star Wars, he's like, What do you gotta say? Not, you know, just because <laughs> I'm always nitpicking stuff. Um, which by the way, Star Wars is good, man. Anyway, 
Uh, I'll agree. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm a Jones Nazi with you this time. Jones apparently enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> uh, I don't disagree. I disagreed how it was bad in certain stuff. Like, ah. I think we gr- agree overall, yeah. but I think I disagree on, on certain points. points. Okay. We yeah. can talk about it after the podcast. I don't want to spoil it for yep. the fans. Cause... Yeah, this is... Unfortunately, this is a different type of podcast, so we're yeah. gonna we're gonna stick to Netflix. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe we'll do something later in the future. We'll see. But um, like a special. Or yeah. So like, when it comes to the suspending reality in a movie, obviously, if I'm gonna go watch a, a, Mar- a cinematic Marvel universe, like I'm gonna suspend reality because it's a fucking movie about superheroes. So people are gonna be flying. People are gonna be like doing feats uh, of strength and all this stuff. It's the the realism that I expect is the decision making, I guess, in a movie okay, like right. that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like exactly. I want realistic movement of the plot, and I want realistic decisions by the characters, and I want realistic yeah. uh, sense of anxiety and worry for the characters. In a movie like this, where like obviously the physics are being skewed, and there's magic, you could argue that magic exists because it was some genie that brought her back, and people right. can be undead, so zombies are real. Like, what's Wait a the Zombies aren't real? Yeah. <laughs> My life is a lie. My undead life is a lie. Um, so, like, where's the realistic decision-making? And also the realistic consequences, I guess, too. Like, and, and that's what I always think when I watch a movie like this. Okay, so what are they going to tell the cops when right, the cops yeah. show up? Like, the cops I mean, were there for half a second, and then nothing came of it. Yeah, like, what is going to happen? People don't hear this next door? Like, right. But. Right. The, I just well, the, the walls are thin. Yeah, they live in an apartment, and, like. Travis is literally being eaten alive. <laughs> no one says anything. Yeah, that's a good, that's a great point, Joe James. Like, that's the distinction is, does it make sense in the world that they've created? Right. And if it doesn't, that's where I, my cynicism comes in. Because I, I, like, people, they're like, they watch Game of Thrones, and probably you guys are thinking the same thing, but they, they'll watch a show like Game of Thrones, and they'll be like, how did they travel from here to here in this time? And But these people can do this, and it's been like, five years but like it doesn't have to make sense all that makes sense is they got there like there are certain things inside your your world that you create mm-hmm. that it just doesn't matter necessarily it's like you're watching a show about flying dragons and resurrections and yeah. stuff so like get over that part but like you said based on how they set they build the characters and they set them up would they make that decision and do you buy that or not? That's that's where and also the consequences within that world that they've in. created too. Right. I mean, are there yep. real consequences? For and then when it comes to supernatural, you have to set up the rules, and right. and that's something I didn't like about this movie. It didn't really set up the rules. Yeah, and like I, I mean, point. like Greg said though, this is it's a it's a fucking comedy. It's a it's a zombie rom com or whatever. So Zom-rom-com. yeah, there's a certain point where we're like looking too. Um, mo- did you say zom com? Zom com rom. That's pretty cool. Rom zom com. I'm yeah, and it's easy to get. <laughs> it's a, It's easy to get too much into like the nitpicking stuff, but that's kind of where I come from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, go in alphabetical order. It has to be a calm rom zom. There it's we a, go. It's, rom- it's a romantic zomedy. <laughs> I, I guess. I guess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I liked warm bodies more than this one, though. I will say that. I didn't like warm bodies. I don't know. It was, it, it, was, it was a better it, movie, it was like a, a better spin, overall though. movie. Like it was something that hadn't really been done. Well, I can't say that, but like them slowly coming back from zombie. Well, based on like a, a connection to human yeah. people. Yeah. Because yeah. that made it. It was yeah. I've only seen it the one time though. So now we have zombie physics. Right. <laughs> and I mean, the zombie verse. Right. Yeah, zombie verse. I mean, because yeah. you have your universal rules like. The brain. Yeah, you, and then they even said that. Like, you gotta, you gotta hit her in the head or something like that. And you get bit, you turn. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so. But there's, there's different, so there's the George A. Romero zombie verse, where they're slow-moving, sloth-like. Yeah. And then there's mm-hmm. the 28 Days Later with the virus. <laughs> the, the rage. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. just a virus, not really zombies, because once they die, they die. They can just, they can be killed by normal gunshot. You know, yeah, they have, like yeah. they, or even starvation, they die from starvation in that one, too. Because I think they're just video game zombies, like Left 4 Dead, Resident Evil zombies, and shit like that. You know, yeah. Left 4 Dead zombies are like mute. I mean, like you got the juggernaut, yeah, the one with the big arm, and, and the yeah. witch. State of Decay oh, had pretty interesting zombies. Yeah, and then you have Zack Snyder's rehashing of uh, Dawn of the Dead, 
that he did yeah, they, in the they mall, were fast so. yeah and they were like yeah. sprinting and those to me are the scary ones like the, the rage virus like the, 20 days the, later no. and dawn of the dead the rage Fuck that, i'm like just yeah. the kids goodbye. I mean, like, <laughs> I'm taking as much ammunition as possible and I'm gone. I mean, I got it. Like, man, now that we're talking about 28 days later, 28 weeks later, I think had one of the best intros to a zombie apocalypse or apocalypse. Oh, in the ever. house. When he like leaves his wife and stuff. Like, <laughs> and he, he jumps in yeah. a boat. Yeah, dude. Oh like, my God. Yeah. You want to talk about anxiety causing? Like, I was so anxious during that it's whole scene. Like, yes. Posted about 160 yeah. palms sweating. It was bad. What was 30 Days a Night? Oh, was that zombie? Was that vampire? That, that was vampire. That was good too. Though. I love that, that movie. Good. That was all good. the sequels yeah. fucking sucked. I didn't even watch them, so They're I'm so glad bad. you said that. I'm not even because it's like it's his um his girlfriend, his wife. Was it his wife in the in 30 Days of Night? Yeah, no, it was Dude, his I saw it when it came out. I don't remember that movie at all. Because you know, like at the end. They like they're cuddling and the sun comes up and he turns to ash and all that. So like they were in love. I think they were having issues, something like that. Yeah, they, like, were. they were taking a break. Yeah. So in the sequel, she does some sort of spell and like, no, he didn't turn to ash. She tries to reanimate him, and he tries to kill her. So then she has to kill him, and then she goes and like looks for the nest in the like the main forty eight. Like she, I think she she's like on the underground L.A. trying to find the nest. But it's not the same actress, and it wasn't the same writers, and it was just Shit. dumb, man. Yeah, it turned into more like a, a wannabe Blade. I was about to say the exact same thing. The action thing. was bad. There's no <laughs> scariness to it. Not to knock Blade. Like, Blade's fucking amazing, but he's a comic book hero. He's yeah, not a, he's not a horror genre. He's, he's just a comic book movie that got adapted, or a comic book that got adapted to the movie. And I miss man. And the way they set up the third one, like, he became fucking Dracula. Like, he was man. the penultimate vampire at that uh, point. Yeah, it would have been so good if they would have carried on. And then they introduced werewolves in the deleted scene. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Triple H. Triple H. <laughs> yeah, Triple H was in it. <laughs> he was in. He was in Blade Three. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was a vampire. I just remember Ryan Reynolds' sexy body. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> dude was yoked. He's always gonna have swords too. <laughs> Fucking Deadpool. <laughs> Damn. <Yeah. laughs> There's like. Part, pardon my pun, but there's a, a, a new resurgence of, of zombie-related things like um, Ew, it's been going on like video years, games and man. stuff. I know, I know, but it's it's been going up and down. So like when The Walking Dead started to pick up a little bit, <clears throat> everything was zombie, 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 and then it just like started to go down a little bit. But now like there are more. Like I feel like there's a stronger push for it now. It's crazy. Just, like have know. you seen the new Walking Dead uh, like sandbox game trailer that came out? No. I have. It, it looks pretty. It looks pretty insane. Interesting. I mean, like completely open world sort of thing. But yeah, it's just the zombie thing will just never. No, it <laughs> damn it, it'll never die. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean this. I promise. Not, not on purpose. Uh, well, now we're talking about zombies and like the genre. One thing that I uh, am upset about in terms of the zombie genre is like. Don't get me wrong, The Walking Dead. Well, I kept watching after season four because it just got stupid. No, you, yeah. you have to yeah, get back. No, no, no. Saying I'm that, telling you. Once they fired, no. like you can't. The guy wrote The Green Mile and I shot know. Redemption. I know, I know. And you fucking fired James, him. James watches things based off of loyalty, not off of storytelling. <laughs> I, I mean, that, kinda to an extent. I just think <laughs> if you're gonna fire like a really good storyteller for, the, and they even said that like, can we just do away where the zombies are? I remember, I remember when you told me that that night at work. Yeah, and I'm just like, what do you mean off-screen effects? Like, why would you want to do that? Because they're trying. It's a cash grab. The Walking Dead has some of the has now, some of the best zombie effects. Yeah, period. Agreed. They do a very good job. It's because they have the money, and obviously somebody that works for AMC or a what is it? A- yeah, AMC. Yeah, AMC like AMC has some sense in terms of like you can't take the fucking antagonist off the screen like that's what makes the show scary so you have to keep them on there yeah but uh i don't know i gave up on it after season four i'll go back and watch it when they finish it that way i can just start it over and watch it all the way through and not have to play the waiting game but i mean hey man no one's perfect though because so right. <laughs> i've read the comics and stuff. i mean we have the comics sitting on the shelf and everything. Right. so i know how the story goes i've read the novels like i love the universe i just don't like what the show's started to do yeah like, i haven't seen season six it's gone down and the ratings have gone down crazy. Well, it's because like, people are getting so tired much. of it. But what I was saying with yeah. zombies is like they're a really interesting villain to have in a story because depending on what zombie verse you want to go with and what rules you're playing by, they can be extremely fast moving, scary, and very aggressive. Or you can do the classic George Romero where they're 
just you know, overwhelming the hair yeah and it's it's that's the anxiety it's like you think you've yeah. escaped but then they just keep coming and they keep coming it's an overwhelming nuisance yeah yeah and so one of the best entries in the zombie verse in my opinion that fucking they fucked up so bad was uh world war z the book is yeah. amazing each chapter of the book is a different survivor's point of view uh-huh. about the i think it was a 12 year long war with the dead and it was such a great book and then they do this movie and don't like i love brad pitt don't get me wrong but like fuck that movie man that had nothing to do with the book and it sucks because max brooks wrote the script <laughs> and i talked to him i met him and i was like bro what happened with world war z he's like check it out i wrote the script i submitted it and they fired me. <laughs> I'm like, but it's your story. <laughs> he gave him a, a couple million dollar send off. Yeah, yeah. So, I that's mean, the thing. He got his money. It's like Max Landis, man. You got to refresh me. He, he, Max Landis? Um, hold up, hold up. Wrote, don't don't say wrote. it, Jones. Don't say it. Hold, 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 hold <laughs> up, hold up. What's the name of the movie? Um, <laughs> you got to Google it Max first. Landis did the, the three kids in high school. Um, three ninjas. No, no, <laughs> they can fly. They go down and they oh, get Chronicle. We Chronicle. Talked about this last Chronicle. night. Okay. Yeah. Right, Chronicle. I want to see him direct a Star yeah. Wars. It'd be interesting. He, well, he, he wrote, um, the Power Rangers movie that you were talking ah, about. Well, there you go. He submitted to Lionsgate mm-hmm. and they said, no, we're not going to take it. Uh, we're going to go our own direction. And then they used the exact fucking story that he submitted. And it was like this big old deal. But oh, my God. I don't know. That's unrelated. But okay, so we were talking about Power Rangers earlier. Yeah. So you see how you feel about like the whole World War Z thing. Mm-hmm. How the hell do you think I feel about the comic books? Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> oh, my God. Especially DC. The DC universe is fucked. Like, they are jacking it up so bad. TV shows are all right. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, they own this, TV, essentially. Okay, and, and, and our friend Tom. Um, I was talking to him last night. We had a for the listeners, we had a bit of a Christmas party last night, and we had some geeks over, and we were going in depth on this DC Universe stuff. And he, we might be doing a podcast with him too later. We'll see. But he was saying that uh, the direction that they're moving in is they they have no chance of recovery. It's just they've lost like they've lost the fans' trust at this point. And Justice yeah. League is on its way to becoming the biggest flop in the history of movies in terms of budget per earnings. Like, there right. was a 300 plus million dollar budget, and they're not even making anywhere near that back right now. No, I could have sworn they made more than that. Mm-mm. I don't think so. But Box office mojo. What he said was interesting was um, the fact that their animated movies are so good. Like, why can't they just trans like translate that into the big screen? Like, what's the fucking deal with that? And I totally agree, because, like, Flashpoint Paradox, amazing. Yeah. Such a great animated film. Right. And Justice League Dark was good. I yeah, mean, like, all of them. Why can't they just take that and make it live action? And Marvel's Here's movies are why. shit. <laughs> Mar- Marvel's Marvel's animated universe is shit. I mean, the only one that yeah. they had good was Hulk versus Thor. No, what was the Iron Man Nano or the the, na- the um nanovirus? The yeah, where the dude was in the, the white suit or whatever. That was okay. That was but that was animated. That wasn't like you didn't have the same people directing it. Mm-hmm. That was from that was. Because that was originally um, in Japanese. Hmm. It's six hundred thirty-three million worldwide. Well, I'm gonna tell you, I'd take three hundred million <laughs> any day. Oh, man. I'm I'm serious. Bro. Yeah, but I mean, they're they're losing the fans' trust, man. Like I I almost didn't want to go see it, but like Jones cracked. Like I'm a person of loyalty, a fan of loyalty. I prefer the DC <laughs> universe over the Marvel universe just because I I like the characters more. So I went and saw Justice League, and fuck, man, pissed me off. Yeah. It had its moments. Well, it's because they they were trying to yeah, they're trying to match the yeah, success. Yeah, we keep getting off on these tangents. Sorry, cut yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, it's, mm-hmm. But this is like we're passionate about movies, man, and that doesn't just. I know we're here to review during the acts, but it's easy to get off on other well, stuff. It it kind of ties in though because the we I mentioned earlier that this movie kind of felt rushed to me, like the production of it. That's what DC has been going through, though. Like, yes. right. They have to hit these deadlines because they're trying to keep up. They're trying to catch up to the Marvel movie. Yeah, and, then and now they're trying. And to this set is up why movies side. don't even get released in theaters. But see, why though? The thing about it is, okay, before Justice League, money, man, money, pound for pound, <laughs> but pound for pound, they were doing just as good per movie. Yeah, I think that was the loyalty aspect, though, because you have hardcore DC fans. Yeah, uh, and then Marvel. Is for uh, this is totally gonna make me sound like a douche, but it's for filthy casuals. 
It is. It is. It is. You know, it's not being. Okay, we've been talking about this. How pissed off would you be if, like, okay, let me rewind this back. The Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. That Disney owns now. Yeah, which they will probably do correct. Okay. You know how pissed off I was when people talk about, oh, well, Superman can beat the Silver Surfer. All he has to do is knock him off the, surf, uh, off the surfboard. Right. Bullshit, he doesn't get his power from the surfboard. The power cosmic is in the universe. Yeah. I mean, so Guardians of the Galaxy did a good job with the whole cosmic thing. So there's talks of James Gunn said that they're trying to write in the Silver Surfer for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. <laughs> see the thing, okay, see, the thing, the problem I get. He's going to meet him. He's not going to be like a main part. I can't even like direct my words to one focal point with all of this because you know how I get when we start talking about comic no, books. I know. That's why we need to do a separate podcast. I go back to 1985 with comic books when I used to use my lunch money to buy comic books. But another podcast. Yeah. I, I yeah, we got to table that discussion because we're going to run over. Yeah, I will save it. But so it is, you know, you're, you're right, Jones, it does tie in because these studios are rushed and these projects are rushed and I don't, like I've, always, like I've said in the past, like I don't want to be the, the type of review podcast that just slams the writers and slams the directors and, mm-hmm. oh, what are you guys thinking and this and that? Because you have to understand the dynamic of it. It's just like with the whole Battlefront drama that's going on right now with EA. Like, I'm sure that on the team that made Battlefront 2, like there's some really passionate and talented game developers. Oh yeah, totally. Because the sound is amazing, the, the graphics are, like, it's a very immersive game, but the microtransactions are ruining it, and it doesn't feel like a complete game. I don't think that's on the game developers, that's obviously the, the studio and the executives making yeah. those, those shots, you know? And exactly. it translates the same way into movies, like, whoever wrote this story, this is obviously the story that they probably not, the, I should say it's probably not the story that they intended to tell. And I was reading an interesting, um, it was an interview with an indie director, and he says a lot of times what ends up happening is if the executives disagree with the way a director is making a film, they'll ask to do a test audience, and then they see the test audience so that it's weighted against the director. Like, oh yeah, your movie tested terrible, blah 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 blah. And that's why a lot of times endings feel tacked on because they have to be changed and reshot just because the executives didn't agree with what the the director was trying to do. So then they set them up for failure. And mm-hmm. it, it's it's interesting, man. Without me being, without any of us really being in the business, like I can only speculate. But I mean, the human condition is corrupt. <laughs> but that's the, and that that goes into my big gripe in any movie. So if I'm saying anything about like the writing or anything like that, it's always tied into the, the where the money's coming from. Right. So like, you look at Zack Snyder; he was hired to make Man of Steel, right? So. We see 300 and we're like, holy shit, Zack Snyder's Superman? Like, this is going to be amazing. Right. But what happens is and DC controls everything. What's that? Zack Snyder did Dawn of the Dead, which is, in my opinion, one of the best zombie movies ever. Yeah. But, like, yeah, so he, you bring in a visionary, a guy who has his own idea for how things should be done, and then you tell him, you can make this movie however you want, except you got to do this, 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 and exclude <laughs> this. And that's what happens, and that's where DC is failing, and that's where a lot of Hollywood is failing. It's because... Well, going back to our last episode, why do you think Quentin Tarantino's been able to run things the way he has for so long without the studios interfering? You just think he was luck of the draw in terms of Weinstein? Because, well, we mentioned it, I I, I brought it up in uh, the Hateful Eight episode, it was because Weinstein let him do whatever. Like, literally, he he let him do whatever, and I don't know if he's going to be able to keep, keep that up, unless... He he makes movies with his own money, which I doubt he will. Isn't but... he doing the next Star Trek? Yeah, he rated our Star Trek. What? Pretty pretty yeah. soaked about that. And yeah. Patrick Stewart's like, uh, I want to be a part of that because I would love to say fuck on on board of the Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's yeah, yeah, Tarantino's it, doing. But it's in the same timeline. It's in the same Kelvin time. The J.J. Abrams timeline. Yeah. What? But so it's, yeah, you're. I mean, you're right. And that's. I wonder if it's. That's weird, man, because you got to, so especially, you know, you'd be able to speak on this because you're, you're a wannabe filmmaker, you know, like that's mm-hmm. your passion, that's your goal, you know, the dream job. So where do your principles lie in terms of, oh, I'm going to do this for the job and the money, yeah, so I right. get my foot in the door. It's a balance. And, and we got to talk to Anthony C. Ferrante mm-hmm. a little bit offline. And he, the advice he gave me was, yeah, do it as an art form, but you also have to eat. Yeah. So like you have to find this balance 
and you you have to take the money you have to sell out on certain things it's just if you if you want to be a hollywood filmmaker you have to play ball that's just how it is there's those directors out there that don't that they're able to well they've learned how to play ball so like you look at christopher nolan he's a visionary guy who makes experimental films and tricks the the, the studio into thinking they're not experimental films like when you look at Star dunkirk Wars. that's what i want to see oh my god that'd be fucking amazing but him <laughs> and you look at tarantino and all these people Neil they, they play or jj abrams yeah, yeah they play ball with the studios and they they say all right i'll do that if you let me do this and then i'll do that if you let me do this and then like they figure out how to trick the studios into making the movie that they want to make what so you gotta you gotta dance around it but i'm not jj fucking abrams <laughs> yeah but man, it sucks like just i want to i want to that's why i wish we could get more people like acf on here to sit down with us and talk to us about the process because yeah, i want to totally. know what happened with this movie because you have potential to make such a good horror movie with a romantic element because you know they love to put love stories and fucking everything <clears throat> star wars and then <laughs> just fucking tacked on for no goddamn reason. Anyway, um, are you talking about Rose and yes, Finn? Yes, fuck that. Yeah, totally. Hated that part. And then, and then also, um, well, no spoilers. There's, we're, uh, we're not going to spoil it for our listeners. We'll spoil the movie we're reviewing, but that's we're not going to talk about Star Wars. <laughs> ah, it's easy to do, but um, you know, so you can still have your horror element, your romantic element with Olivia and Max, and then your comedic value in terms of you know like Shaun of the dead did the, the comedy horror very well i feel like in terms of yeah comedy should come second in these right. things like it's still really funny and it hits and it's impactful but it should be like a zombie movie right so that's the thing is like i wonder if they were trying to decide like do we make this a, a horror movie or do we make this a, a, a rom-com you know and it's, it's interesting that you said it should come second because here they're tapping into three different genres right. so does the comedy yeah. come third or does the romance come third or, right. you know, from this point of view, it seems like romance came first, and then comedy, and then horror. And which part Maybe. is supposed to be comedy? Because there are some things I wasn't sure it was supposed right. to be funny or not. It's hard to, it's hard to mix genres. Hmm. Um, Speaking of storytelling, I don't know if, you're, if you've seen this, but Adam Driver, you know, Kylo Ren, he's a military veteran, uh, former U.S. Marine. Mm-hmm. He said that he's... I don't know if you, I guess you could call it a contest. It reminds me of Project Greenlight with Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. He will give $10,000 to a military veteran that can write a play that he wants to produce. <laughs> I'm on it Yeah, tomorrow. I did see that. <laughs> I did no, see you that. said a yeah. play, though. Yeah, a play. Not a movie, but a play. I'd do that shit, yeah. man. I would fucking do that. That's the thing. Is like Adam Driver is actually a really talented actor. Like If you've seen him in other stuff. Yeah. He's... Good, but he also is kind of... We went to Juilliard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's a very... Yeah, he's got a background, man. But he, um... He's, he's more of the... I don't, well, I don't know. I guess you could say artsy. He doesn't do, like, your typical... Yeah. What you would expect, I guess you could say. You see Blue Light Special? No. I... For the, for the audience at home, Griggs is doing a little bit of an uncertain wiggle right now. Yeah, <laughs> not a little bit. You got to like translate it as a podcast. Man. Yeah, you should have my body motions and facial expressions. You can't, you can't see them. But if you could see it, though. Yeah. That's uh, interesting. But yeah, Adam Driver did a TED Talks on all that stuff. It was actually it's worth it. You should yeah, check I'm it out. Check that out too. Damn. Well, do we have any more to say on Burying the X? Oh, clever title. I will give him that. That's a good title. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it, something that was pretty interesting is Voltage Pictures. Um, they've done some pretty big movies. Really? Like, notably, The Hurt Locker. Oh, okay. What? Yeah, and it just really surprised me. The SEAL Team 6, um, the TV movie that was made for, like, a History Channel. Yes, it's a series, isn't it? No, they have a TV series now. No, it was a, it was a movie. Yeah. Oh, it, was a movie. it was right before... Um, <coughs> Zero Dark Thirty came out. Mm. They did the Cobbler, shitty movie, but the Cobbler and All Eyes on Me, the um, Tupac movie. Uh huh. Yeah. Sorry, we're we're mm. reading the user review on IMDb for Burying the X. This movie is described as a comedy horror, but it's not funny and it's not scary. <laughs> <laughs> All it is is a a way to waste ninety minutes of your life. Yeah, uh, that's nah. funny. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I can agree with the this. I can see how people are just like this movie's terrible. You know, 
But you got to give real reasons other than because this guy says that he was looking for Shaun of the Dead and this wasn't it. Well, if you're looking for Shaun of the Dead, go watch Shaun of the Dead. Exactly. You know, like you got to. Yeah. This is somebody else's story that they want. Don't expect. Don't expect a movie you've already seen. Like yeah. that's you're setting movies up for failure at that point. Like, Full disclosure. That's kind of. That's why I had to take a step back from Star Wars. I was expecting, you know, and I didn't get my my typical Star Wars. To be quiet because I'm gonna start that's talking. Like if that. I start talking, then I'm gonna spill the beans. Oh, I mean, sorry. So, buy what is it? Buy burn or buy rent burn banish? I can't remember what our system is anymore. Jesus, it's been a while since we even like mentioned <laughs> all of them. It's usually just like fuck this movie or oh this movie's great. <laughs> yeah, it's it's worth the rent. I think it's worth the it's yeah. it's it's a movie that you could just chill and watch yeah. and laugh at it's 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 not terrible it's funny i don't regret watching it no 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 by no means no as a matter of fact i'm gonna be using a couple of the things that travis said yeah <laughs> definitely some quotes to use yeah for sure he said that bitch Nut is up. bad for you and me is what he said <laughs> oh man yeah so i mean i don't regret watching it um i i i don't know if i'd recommend it maybe if somebody's like oh i don't know what to watch i'd be like hey check this out especially if you're like Chill, you know, Netflix and chill. Like, check this movie yeah. out. It's got a little bit of everything yeah. for everybody. Yeah, you got to know who you're recommending it to, though. Yeah, you got to know your audience, as, yeah. as with many things. Uh, like, That's probably why it wasn't in theaters, too. It's like, yeah. We don't know who our demographic is. So. Oh, no, maybe it wasn't. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't look to see if it got a theatrical release or not. I doubt it. So. I don't think so. It, it, we got anything else for this movie? Are we ready to move on for uh, next week's episode? I think let's figure out what movie we're doing. All right. So this will be interesting because it's part of a trilogy, but it's not the first installment of the trilogy. So we got Kung Fu Panda 3. <laughs> Maybe I should bring the kids nah. for this one. Yeah, we'll do all kids episode. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know. I'm intrigued, man, because I really enjoyed the first one. I don't remember if I saw the second one. I don't remember. I did. Wait a minute. Okay, so the first one is... Where they fight the tiger. Or the leopard. Yeah, the snow leopard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only one I remember. Well, And I think the second one, they had like a scene where he's like on a cart or a wheel rolling through like some city or something like that. See? I, I don't remember this. I didn't see the second one. Well, it's probably end up happening is we end up watching all three of them, you know, before we yeah. record next week's episode, just so yeah. I can be refreshed. But, uh, I'm, I don't know. I mean, it's got... You look at the, the cast, it's got Jack Black, Brian Cranston, Dustin Hoffman, Angelina Jolie, I mean, like, Seth Rogen. J.K. Simmons. Um, yeah, they were all in the first one, but yeah, yeah it's... Yeah, so, like... J.K. Simmons' character is pretty... I've seen this movie before with my son, it's actually pretty good. Oh, then there we go. I mean, it's, it's got a 7.2 on IMDb, so... Yeah. I'm hopeful. I love Jack Black. I'm sad that he's, like, Tenacious D isn't really a thing anymore. Jackie Chan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So there you go, listeners. Kung Fu Panda 3, man. Get in touch with your inner child. Just don't touch a child. That was not right. Oh, goodness. And, um, yeah, so we'll see you, we'll see you next week. Um, check us out on Facebook. we got the Facebook group going on, so just search for uh, Seven Early Sins or Culture Lust on uh on Facebook, obviously hit us up on Twitter at Seven Early Sins. Go to sevenearlysins.com. We got all of our podcasts hosted and everything. You can even check us out on Podbean. We started hosting on Podbean. If you use that to listen to podcasts, um, I haven't been streaming that much, unfortunately. This last week, I got promoted, and with new rank in the military comes a fucking ridiculous amount of responsibilities. Spider-Man now. Yeah, and changes and all this shit. So I've been super Spider-Man with more paperwork. Yeah, exactly. Been swamped, so uh, hopefully I can get back, like I can find another steady rhythm kind of get back into uh, streaming and everything. I'm going to try and get a green screen, hopefully, so I can select, yeah, take my, (laughs) and then, you know, Jones will want to use that for movies and stuff too, so. Yeah, I got some things on short film, but uh, we're we're trying to come up with some stuff, man. We're we're looking to start a couple more podcasts. Hopefully, we can start implementing Griggs more. And uh, I don't know. That way, when we go off on tangents, it's fitting because we'll have other podcasts that go off on tangents. You know, in terms of comic books yeah. and other movies, and I don't know. We got some stuff in the works. So I just want to say to all the listeners, like I really appreciate you guys sticking with us, and um, 
it's been a it's been a journey so far. We're on what episode twenty seven now. We've been doing this since mm-hmm. April. So, you know, we've had we've had our, our valleys and we've definitely I don't know I don't want to say we've hit our peak yet. We're still climbing the mountain, you know. Um, we've taken a little couple steps backward, but we're working towards the uh, the peak there. Hopefully it doesn't come for a few years before we have to like pass the peak, the summit as they say. But uh, we're really grateful for you guys' uh, support, checking in on, on the podcast and listening every week. It's uh, we, we enjoy it. We have a lot of fun. And so hopefully you guys are enjoying it as much as we do. Because definitely got some interesting things to say about movies. And we definitely watched some fucking interesting, sad piece of shit movies on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm James. I was your host for tonight. Jones, you got anything you want to say, man? Go to hell. <laughs> well, fuck you too, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Thanks, guys. We appreciate it. Like, thank, thanks for the people who are listening. We got more content coming. We're 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 gonna we're gonna stay busy and try and give you the best we can. For sure. Griggs, welcome back, man. You got anything to add before we leave? Thank you for having me. See you next week. See you next week. Yeah, for sure. Um, Kung Fu Panda three, and uh, the Discord link. You guys can always come hang out with us when we're recording. I have it open on the left. Like you could, you could be chatting with us the whole time. Griggs is sitting right in front of the monitor. He could be fucking talking shit to you guys, or you could be talking <laughs> shit to him <laughs> as we're doing this. Um, we might even start doing video episodes. I don't know because Jones, Griggs, Scott, and I all live in the same area, so maybe we'll get together and use my green screen and do a podcast from the Death Star. I don't know. Just throwing ideas out the there. Death Star, I like that. <laughs> like it, it could be fun, but. Um, yeah, man. Well, we'll see you guys next episode and uh, you guys have a good night. Stay safe over the holidays.